We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Everyone is here today. Yay! Ooh, Damn, that was way different too... Different cadence. You know, that was way here. too subtle, bro. Nah, you know, I got different do flows, bro. I'm like Drake. Nah, all right. Slow down. It's a rollie, not a stop. Watch, yeah, yeah, never stops. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that actually hurt me. Like, my eyes shut. Bro, yeah. that's bars I right there. I just winced. Oh, God. Catch my son Tim on the wrap-up, bro. All day. You know what I'm oh I skipped bars. it this week, so I got, I got, I got bars that's inside of it. That's why I have to drop him right now. Oh, God, that hurt me so much. You have no idea. Um, Hating on the yeah, yeah. I was going to do a really fucked up. Never mind. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. I was going to do a really fucked up uh, segue. But anyway, uh, some NFL news. Uh, th- one of the first things that happened uh, Tariq Hill, I don't know what the hell's going on with him, but apparently he allegedly broke his kid's arm or mm. some shit. Mm. Um, so he could be released, cut, something. Suspended. Well, yeah, Jake Laser came out and said that he wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs cut him. Well, at this point, you wouldn't because they cut Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Who was a great player for them. And like, fuck you. Right. But that was a little different story because Kareem Hunt supposedly lied to them, too. Yeah. And, and they spo- got it on camera. Right, what right. Supposedly now uh, the Chiefs are aware of the situation. The NFL is aware. Everyone's aware of the situation. And it's like an ongoing investigation. Uh, so a little different stories. But I feel you. Like, I'm sure they wouldn't hesitate to cut him. When Jay Glazer says something, too, like, you could bet on it being true. Because Jay Glazer is one of the better people in the industry. And you look at this. Like, let's look at the – let's not concentrate on the fact that he beat his kid. Like, obviously, that's not all right. And we're actually having a conversation about how, you know, it's cool to discipline your kid, but there's a line where, where like – you said it's cool to discipline you. No, nah, it's okay. Like, I'm cool with parents hitting their kids in the ass and giving them a little slap or two. Like, I got slapped and, and uh, a couple times, and I'm a better person for it. But at the same time, you can't break your kid's arm. Mm. There's a line, and that's child abuse. And not concentrating on that, though – Going over to the field, does that Chiefs team still have that lore of a AFC favorite 
if Tyreek Hill's not on the field? Like, think about it. I mean, do they still have that lore? Yeah, because the dude caught one pass in the AFC title game and they went to overtime. So it's just guys like that don't as great as he was last year and he was an all pro. I do feel like he's a one trick pony though. still. Tyreek Hill? Yeah. Mm, uh, I think he, he came I don't know. a he's long way. Numerous yeah. tricks. He can get in the backfield. He can get the deep wall. Especially with Pat, Pat Mahomes. He's so man. versatile. Like, if his one trick is scoring, then you're right. He has to be. You have to cover him for longer than everyone in the NFL. That's. I think that's the big thing. Like, yes, he's caught one pass, but how many passes did his teammates catch because he needed to be doubled down the field? Like Good the point. Patriots doubled him all game. Yeah, I, I just think that he's not even the biggest factor on that team. I think everything revolves around Kelsey. I mean, yeah, I yeah, that much that's crazy. So he, he'd still have his number one guy, and like Watkins is there too. And Watkins just missed a lot of time last year. He was actually pretty productive for them if you go on like a per game basis. I mean, I don't know where I stand with Watkins. The only thing that's I don't like his game. He's had such a tumultuous career in terms of production and injuries. Mm -hmm. It's just like, like, can you count on him? You know, it's gotten to a point. If you're gonna lose Hill, can you count on Watkins? Yeah, and wide receiver one. And it's gotten to a point where like he'll never be drafted on Impy's fantasy team because he's always injury prone. Like year in year out, he's definitely got the label from Impy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think it's unfortunate too that. You could be fucking... They're basically the Steelers now, where it's like you lose your fucking wide receiver and your running back. True. Yeah, no way. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, now. Like, you went from Except being... For I different mean, reasons. I still think both those teams will be all right if they if that does end up happening. But You're going to be all right. Just, it's unfortunate. Yo, hats off to the Chiefs, though, man. Like, shit like that. They're already thinking about maybe no cutting fucks. them. Like, yeah, dude. Kareem Hunt, the PR thing is That's, serious. That sets a uh, like a precedent too with with players that come to your organization because they know like oh when I get here like it doesn't matter around. who I am yeah. because this dude uh, Kareem Hunt was leading the league in rushing and fucking Tyree Kill is one of the better wide receivers and like skilled players in the league. See ya. Mm-hmm. Everyone can get cut besides Pat Mahomes, and that's the right way. <laughs> yo, that's Pat, the way to do Pat Mahomes just can't play basketball anymore. That's Word. it. I mean, but if Pat Mahomes pulled his dick out on national television, he might get cut. I don't know. I'd fucking sign him. I'd be like, whip it out again, please. Let's see. He would get a second chance. He would definitely get a second chance. For 31 other teams. If Pat Pat Mahomes took his dick out. And he was tiny. No, it wouldn't even matter. If he just took his dick out, (laughs) they'd be like, hey, please. Don't. Like, he could probably get away with a lot more than that. Yo, chill, chill, chill. Yo, please please put your dick away, please. Please just put your dick away. Yo, Pat, just when you go. It's like, well, you know that the, the Eminem phone call skits? Put your fucking dick away, Pat. Stop <laughs> pulling your dick out on TV. Yeah. How the fuck? I don't do even think the, the uh, going back to the Chiefs, so I don't even think that's the biggest news of them, like, maybe taking a step back. They lost, like, three really good-ass players on defense, too. And they lost a center. Like, they've lost a lot of things. And, and if you factor in Kareem Hunt, you're looking at, like, potentially five, six all pros that they lost. So I think it's bigger than, uh, sorry, Tyree Kill, uh, him being cut, potentially. So I think that there's just some shits going on in Kansas City. I think, man. Also, don't let's not forget, yo, this guy. Uh, uh, it seems like if it doesn't happen in the NFL, the NFL don't really care. They'll still draft you because Joe Mixon, Tyree Kill, they did some fucked up shit when they were in college. Yeah, and it's like you rarely like hear about it in a way. Mm-hmm. 
Joe yep. Mixon especially. Like I'm I'm surprised how Joe Mixon just got there was a basically f- Scott Fritz. There was a funny vine not vine, like one of those like little clips of uh these two dudes in like a lowrider and they reclined their seats all the way back in the caption. The video had like three million hits and it was like uh Tyreek Hill and Joe Mixon riding around with all this Kareem Hunt news because like they lean back to not be seen through like the the car window because oh, yeah. they have a track record that's not too kind. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, gotta be careful when you're a public figure. We'll man. see. So, I mean, I think I think in in a way the Chiefs are in a unique position because they just found our quarterback. This guy's not going anywhere for the yeah. next fifteen years. So it's like we can afford. Uh, we can afford to do without Kareem Hunt. We saw fucking Damian Williams. That's his name, right? Yeah, yeah. We saw him perform. He, he did well for them. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in football, probably. Mm-hmm. And then Sammy Watkins is like, you know, he's a good player, whatever. They they still have weapons. Their defense needs some fucking work, obviously. We talked yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. But they have the time. You already have the one thing that you need to yeah. to to. Yeah, you be have successful. like an eighteen year window so now. You, ha- you have the time to like we can, we can we, we don't have to look like the assholes here. If we keep Kareem Hunt, we keep Tyreek Hill. Now we get a bad reputation that the Ravens used to have. Yeah, you know where it's like, oh, this is the team that whatever, or that the Bengals have. Where it's like all the pieces of shit play here. Yeah. You know, they don't have they don't they can afford to not do that. They could change their whatever, and if they are, I mean, they're doing it. They're setting a precedent like we don't take any shit. And, like, you know, this is what we're going to do with this team. And, like, you know, Travis Kelsey and fucking Pat Mahomes, they're not in trouble or anything like that. So, as long as you have those two guys, like, fine. It's it, – it, there is the to, – to think about this part, though. It's – Kareem Hunt got signed how many weeks after he got cut? Not many weeks. I like, think it was a couple, a couple months. months. Right. Yeah. A couple months after he got cut. So, you think to yourself, like, all right, if we take the high road and we cut Tyreek Hill and he hasn't been under investigation yet and – you know, America's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Now we're getting a public figure, though. I don't. I don't think. That's how it's supposed to be, right? No, of course. Yeah, I just. I, I think when you're a public figure, it's the opposite. I think right away when someone gets accused of something, it's like, yo, he's guilty until proven. I think in a, a, a lot of situations with not public figures, that is the case, and you're right, that is the case here as well. But then you're putting this lethal weapon on the market for anyone. To grab, and that includes your arch rival, the Patriots. Um, that includes Chargers. Everyone in your division. Uh, that includes everyone in the AFC. That includes anyone in the a- NFC that you may play in the Super Bowl. I will say also, it is a little strange how. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I just I feel a certain way. When when a player does something, you kind of expect the team to take action, right? So let's say like, yo, we got to cut Cream Hunt. So you cut them, and it's like, okay, they did the right job. Whoever signs that person, there's not a whole lot of like backlash. It's, nah. it's the the mood kind of swings a little bit. It's like, oh, they're gonna like, you know, they give him a shitty contract. So it's like, okay, he's getting he's punished now, and like he's getting whatever. But no one's really going after Cleveland. Like nah, that. I think they get flag for like a week or so, and then it's just like. But it, but it's it's way worse on the team that, that it happens on, but the yeah. team that picks them up, it's a little different. Okay, so I hear you, and I agree with you 100%, but I also think that the circumstances are different because look at Greg Hardy, right? Greg Hardy gets cut from the Panthers, goes to Dallas, and the shit didn't, like, disappear. It still was there. More information came out. Like, nothing has come out about Kareem Hunt 
still doing this, still being a piece of shit. He's apologized. He had that interview with, uh, I believe her name was Lisa Salters from ESPN. I could be wrong, but it's like he's tried to clear up his image. So he's also in like a ton of re- rehabilitation. Yeah, like programs. he's he's taking the right. Well, like Greg Hardy was like still doing fucked up shit to people. Yeah, but I'm just saying like that's why I think there was pushback more like with Dallas. Oh, I just caught a cramp. Oh. Right. I'm not even stretch kidding. It, stretch it, stretch it. So that's why, stretch, stretch, stretch. like with Dallas, there was still pushback, <laughs> but with the Browns, Bro, it wasn't turn that your much. Toes up. Yeah, turn your it, toes it, up. Hold me down, dog. <sighs> Wait, where is it in your calf? In my hammy. Oh, those are bad. You gotta pull. You gotta pull your toes. Back. Oh, this feels mad. This, this, I'm climaxing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I've caught in a cramp in my calf, like in the middle of the night, woke me up out of my sleep. I thought I had like a bug in my body that was <sighs> eating me. Man, weird. First cramp I ever got was in the middle of my sleep. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah, you're like, I woke up my... and I'm like, I, did I get shot? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? Who shot me in my leg? <laughs> I think my first cramp was <laughs> swimming. Pull my foot out of the water. It's like oh my, my toes God. are everywhere. Yeah, it's gross. Yo, those cramps were like, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on with my foot right now? Uh, but but yeah. that, that's why I think there's not as much pushback. It, it all depends on the situation. Yeah, but I just think in general, like anyway, like Greg Hardy, I think is is more of an outlier. I think people who make mistakes... They, it's not like they continue like, yeah, I'm just going to keep fucking beating up my girlfriend. Though. Nah, but there, there, there's, and rightfully so, there are a lot of people who will forever give that guy shit. Like, I know it's with the Yankees where Roldis Chapman, how he was convinced of domestic abuse. A lot of Yankee fans still don't like him. Like, they'll root for it. Like, they won't root for him. They'll root for the team's success. He just happens to be a part of it. But they'll be like, yeah, I don't root for that guy. Yeah. And there's there's people like that, and that's rightfully so. I'm just talking it's about like, no, like, like a lot of people aren't going to root for Kareem Hunt to succeed anymore. It's also he's going to a, a like to quote Nick a very face team like a, they're the good guys now. So like super baby face everyone right yeah, yeah so yeah, everyone wa- everyone wants to see the cool list that goes Mayfield um, OBJ Landry Callaway uh, yeah, Njoku yeah. Hunt Chubb everyone wants to see that that list that everyone's posting on Instagram and. He's a sexy name to put in there, and all of a sudden, everyone wants to just put him in the in the in the conversation. No one wants to remember why it happened, because because like it's they're a babyface team. They're like America's team right now. The Browns. I don't know. I still think there's still gonna be a lot of people that'll boo his shit. I think even Browns fans too. We'll see. We'll definitely see. And we'll see with the Tyreek Hill situation how that unfolds. Yeah. Because shit's the fan. I'm sure he'll get cut right away, and I'm sure he'll get a second chance somewhere. Yeah, also real quick, speaking of the Chiefs, uh, Justin Houston signed with the Colts, two years, $24 million. Uh, that was just today that that happened. Awesome signing for the Colts. Fantastic. Bolstering that defense. Yes. Very nice. Two years, not a commitment, so to get a perennial edge rusher. And they got all that towards money. Towards the back end. Yeah, why not? Chris Ballard, their GM. Matt the Jets didn't make a move on that. We're, not, we're, we're letting the first wave of free agency pass us by. We're going to go to the second wave. There's still a lot of edge rushers out there. To be had right now. Clay Matthews also got scooped up by the Rams, which is going to be interesting because Wade Phillips, <clears throat> when Sean Mer- when Sean Merriman won the uh, Rookie of the Year uh, that year, he had like 14 sacks. Uh, and uh, I heard on the podcast 11 of them came when he was matched up one-on-one with linebackers. So he's running be, backs. Running backs, excuse me. So he's going to put – He's gonna Clay Matthews is gonna be put in a position to maybe have a little bounce back year opposite of Dante Fowler. It's, it could be a nice little one-two punch in the edge there for the Rams. We'll see. Um, and then what was the other thing? There was something that happened in the NFL. Robert Kraft. Oh, Robert Kraft. Yes. This is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, Robert Kraft. If you don't know, this guy got caught like 
getting sucked by. Well, I think it had a hand job before the game. Hand job. It was just a hand job. Just a hand job. But it was given the place. Right. And there that, was that so, yeah place. the place apparently had some like human trafficking or whatever which right. you know that is a different story. I mean all, like here's what I'll say. I don't know if the dude know, knew there was human trafficking going on there. I just think it's an old dude who's paying to get jerked off cuz that's what old dudes do. Sorry, spoiler alert, especially if you're rich. Old rich white guys for some reason love paying for vagina that's what they do. Uh, Yo, he's also he's also kind of like lost his marbles last couple of years because his wife died, right? He went and visited Meek like four or five times in jail. He went on like Gronk's party bus. He got a girlfriend that's like he 30. got a girlfriend that's like twenty seven. Probably yeah. is chilling now. She solved all the issues in her life going forward. Gonna take half that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he went to get a hand job, man. Fuck, happy ending. Yeah, and they they some people are are they want him to sell the team. Yo, that's crazy. Like, yo, I'm I'm all for freedom and like you guys have heard my he's, political views. He's been on offered here. a plea deal too, so he's not even gonna get convicted of anything. Right. Well, if he if he rats. No, he has to admit that he would have been found guilty or something. Yeah. Had so the, he's, had a case gone gone on. Right. So he, or rat on himself. Yeah. Well, he they want info. Right. Yeah. So I mean, look, if you think because he got it, first of all, look around you. If you're around. Five men right now. At least one of them has got a hand job at a at a parlor like that. Bro, at least lives. four of them have paid for. There are sexual four activity. massage parlors in the vicinity of my home, in like a two block radius, that probably give hand jobs. You know because they, it, black it's com- out the windows. They black out the windows and they say open at three a.m. Right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, don't by, stay open. By the way, let's let's talk after this. Yeah, <laughs> they don't stay open because no one goes, bro. Like people are gonna go there. And if you are have a problem with he got it from human traffic, like, look, if you knew about it, like you said, it's one thing. Yeah. But I got, when's the last time you at home? When's the last time you bought Nike? Yeah. When's the last time you bought Under Armour? When's the last time you bought Victoria's Secret? Yeah, you know kids are getting paid paid right. nothing and then killing themselves because they hate the working conditions. Right, and and Victoria's Secret uses prisoners as slave labor to make their panties, and it's like these things are happening. And you don't know about them, and you're making these purchases, and you're happy because you got fifty percent off your ne- your last Nike sneaker. Yeah. And so but you wish. want but you want Robert Kraft to sell a dynasty because he got a hand job because he's supposed to know there's human trafficking. Like, come on, like I understand, like everyone wants to be all gung ho and good, and I get that shit, but you got to be realistic with your life. Like, why would he know? Because he has a billion dollars. I don't think he has a reason to know. Me neither. I just I'm defending Robert Kraft, guys. Yeah, I also think that like what. If- if I know about the whole human trafficking ring you got going on, I'm getting sucked. Like, I'm not getting jerked off. Like, what the fuck? Like, give me something. It, jerked like, off? Like, like what do you, what Yeah, do you like, mean? once you're higher up, they start sucking you, I think. Those are the rules. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, levels. There's levels to this shit. <laughs> no, I, I mean, a, a jerk is, like, nice and clean. Like, you don't have to worry about, like, diseases. Bro, they, t- they, they time <laughs> Which them. is part of his plea list to go into STD testing, so... Mm. <laughs> Yo, but Jerk, when you're that age, clean? who gives a shit if you get an STD? Yo, there, there is an argument to be made that jerking off isn't even a sexual act. Uh, like, those hands are rubbing every single other part of that body. It's just rubbing that part until white stuff comes out of it. Yeah, that's the that's, that's the, act. the act. Right, the but I mean, like... It's with, a happy ending, with bro. A, I know, but with a hand, 
I feel like that could be part I would of the massage. Argue, I would argue that... Uh, <laughs> like, there's a massaging your dick. Nah, yo, anytime you... The c- mouth gets involved, it's different. Nah, anytime you come, it was a sexual act. Like, I could I could, I could, could hump this wall until I come, <laughs> which I very well probably could do. It would take some time, but I could get it done. You and then I would have to say, like, I had sex with the wall. Mm. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Dry humping but, until he jacks. That's sort of but the wall didn't, like, rub the rest of your body as well. I mean... <laughs> You don't know what the hell I do in here. <laughs> Damn, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, at the, the end of the day, sometimes. all jokes aside, like this dude should not yeah. be not have to sell his team. Like whatever, he made a mistake, pay your fines or like get suspended or do whatever. But I mean, dude, everyone. If look, at the end of the day, if you're one of these people, like, oh, he must sell his team. Like this cannot happen. No one would own teams. The players would just be out there with fucking pennies on because the owners, they're all getting jerked off for money. Yeah. All right. Probably and more. everyone in government is flying to an island and having sex with little boys and shit. You heard about that? No. You never heard this conspiracy? What? That there's like an island and like all the, you know how like for whatever reason, like older people, they that like little boys are like the ones they prey on. It's yeah. like disgusting. And there's like a fucking, like Bill Clinton's a part of it. Hmm. And they go to an island and they have sex with boys. This is all a conspiracy Enough. theory. Ippy, I'll tell you about it later. It's got me... Um, Yo, you, you said government. You saw how this kid perked up. Yeah, it was like, wait, what? I mean, I, I love myself a government conspiracy. They, yeah, yeah, you know, a little Greek history for you, Nick. Let's I don't go. Know, you know this, but um, back in ancient Greece, in the Spartan days, there used to be a thing called a gymnasium. It's definitely not the same as the gymnasiums we have now because little boys would go there, and an, an, an older warrior would pick out that little boy, and then he'd fuck that little boy in the ass, and that would be his initiation to be a hu- to be a man. I'm so glad we just have like bat mitzvahs now. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like those are way more fun. But it was like they wanted it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah. crazy. That wasn't that long ago if you think about history. That was like a blink of an eye ago. You guys still gonna dap up for being Greek after that? No, <laughs> <laughs> Greek till we die, baby. We're yeah. Greek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy shit back in the day. They used to like sacrifice people so it would rain and like. Yeah. They were wrong on that. Um, it's crazy, too, because if you think about it, it's not that back in the day. It's not. It's not that far away. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all right, cool. I think that's all for like the news for now, right? Yeah. Uh, before we get into what we're getting to today, I uh, just want to give a shout-out to our sponsor for the show, Thrive Fantasy. Uh, we have a partnership with them. Uh, their app is available on any mobile device. Uh, you can download it now to get started. Basically, it's like a uh, daily prop team that you could make can you explain it a little bit yeah so it's it's completely different from other daily fantasy sites right where like your traditional ones you get you're given a salary and you got to fill out a certain amount of positions on the field where this one it's more prop based and what props are for you guys that might not know it's they give you a player they'll tell you um odell beckham jr they're playing the cowboys eight and a half catches over under and you have to pick. Is he going to get nine catches and it goes over? Or is he going to get three catches? So they give you a 50-50 chance to get the right answer. And there's no salary cap. And you just have to fill out whatever picks you want to make. And they offer NFL, MLB, and NBA. And the, the best part about it is like you could go right now, promo code VM on the app, and also uh, thrive.com slash veterans minimum, if I'm not mistaken, is the link that you could follow and you go to that and if you deposit 10 bucks you get 10 bucks free hmm. so they match your bonus they, well on the, on the ten dollars kind of they'll give you ten dollars if you put in a hundred bucks but put in at least ten bucks you get you get ten bucks free so their website is thrive fantasy thrive fantasy.com slash veterans minimum right 
Um, Follow that link. The promo code is, is VM. So go check them out. Uh, I'm definitely going to be doing that. I honestly, like, <laughs> you know, how, this is how I know it's bad. Because when I, when I first heard about their site and everything, uh, I was like, oh, this sounds so easy. And that's how you know. Yeah. That's how you know it's bad. Yeah. I love me some props. Also, don't visit thrivefantasy.com slash veterans minimum. That's not the thing. Just go to Thrive Fantasy, <laughs> put in the promo code VM. There you go. Um, but yeah, anyway, today we have a bunch of props uh, that we're going to kind of go through. And uh, yeah, we'll see everyone. We'll see where everyone kind of stands. Free agent these. props, by the way. Free agent props. Or, yes. you know, new team props. Yeah, new faces in new places. There you go. Over-unders. All right. Uh, the first one, uh, Odell Beckham. Ooh, Junior. starting off hot. OBJ. What are we looking at? What are we looking at? What are we looking at? Over under. Oh, no is paying attention. Hold on. I love me some prop bets. Uh, over under. Uh, one thousand three hundred fifty four yards and nine touchdowns. So it's two. It's two different ones, or we right? His combined numbers of the last two seasons. So six. Yeah. So those are his combined numbers of the last two seasons. Will he match them? That's yeah. his last sixteen games. Yes. Will he match his last 16 games with the Giants or do better than that with, with the, the Browns? Browns. Yeah. I'm going to go under and under. Why do you say that? Health issues. Hmm. Mm. I think he misses a few games. You think he has? He has a history of not yeah, completing full seasons, 16-game seasons. I'm going to uh, – I don't know. I feel like you know every time he does is, play – But when he plays a, a, a season, he has 10 touchdowns. Yeah, and he's – him along with like Njoku is probably the only red zone threat lining up out wide. I mean, obviously, you have the running backs like Chubb or Hunt or whoever's back there. But in the air, like, I'm not really looking at Jarvis Landry inside the red zone. Mm. I'm looking at Odell. So it's interesting. But I'm going under just because, like, health issues scare me off. Both those numbers. I mean, like, 1,300 is still a hefty number for a receiver. That's a ton. That's why yeah. I was thinking under because that's just a ridiculous stat line. I'm going over, man. Look, Baker both? May. Both. Baker Mayfield had a higher passer rating last season than Eli Manning has ever had in his entire career for for a for a quarterback. So automatically you're starting out with you got a better quarterback per se, says the numbers, right? On top of that, you got better weapons around you. Ruben Randall had the best season opposite of OBJ ever. Ruben Randall. You guys remember Ruben Randall? He was nice for a little while, but he was never like the guy. Mm. He had about nine hundred and fifty yards. That is with OBJ getting double teamed all the all the all the time. There's gonna be less double teams because you gotta account for the other guys. And Baker Mayfield, talking about him again, first eight games of the season, fifty-eight percent completion percentage. When Freddie Kitchens came in, sixty-eight percent. His yards per attempt went up from six point six to eight point six with Freddie Kitchens, and now Freddie Kitchens is the um, is the head coach. On top of that, they bring in Tom Mockin the offensive coordinator for the Buccaneers last year. The Buccaneers went deep more than any other team in the league last year. Mm-hmm. OBJ has had a quarterback that cannot hit him deep for at, for shit for the past few years. Uh, I think this is going to be OBJ's like best season ever. I, I think over. I mean, that's a good argument. Yeah. I mean, I think if you play 16 games, you're an idiot if you don't say over. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. you bring up a hell of a point how he's injured. He gets injured a lot. Even if it's just game to game, like two or three games. Yeah, or if it's like... For those totals, that's significant. Pulls a hamstring in the first first quarter, and then he's out the rest of the game, you know? It's like right. he started, but is he going to finish it too? Yeah. I'm, go- I'm going I'm going over, though, thinking that he's healthy. 
Joe, what are you going over or under? I'm going to go under just because I think those are super impressive numbers and like it's just hard to match. And I think that, you know. I don't think he's had individual seasons like that. Huh? Yardage wise. Yeah, he had 1,500 yards in that 15. I had him on my fantasy team. I think he can score 10 touchdowns, but 1,300 yards is tough. Tough. Um, All right. I also think they might need time to like adjust. There might be some adjustment period in in Cleveland before they like get super rolling on everything. Um, all right, next we have Antonio Brown over under uh, 1,153 yards and five touchdowns, which is Amari Cooper's best season with Derek Carr. Do it's think, interesting. Do you think he has more or he has less? So, I'm gonna go over. You're gonna go over? Yeah. Why? I'm gonna go over just for the simple fact that I think when Antonio Brown comes to your team. This is the best. This is also the best wide receiver that Derek Carr has ever played with, and he is someone who is not afraid to demand the ball. And where else are you gonna go with the ball? I know Tyrell Williams is there, but he's not like a fucking superstar where you're like, you know, whatever. And who's the, who's the tight end? Clive. Oh, Clive Wolford. Yeah. Or no, is or I mean, is Jared, Jared Cook. Jared is there, Cook yeah. is a free agent. Nah, he's uh, signed somewhere. But Clive is still there, right? My guy, Clive. Yeah, that one game. Um, but yeah, I think I think Antonio Brown, I think he de- I think he gets it done, man. I think he's a good enough wide receiver that he could thrive without Big Ben. But can he? I think so. But yo, eleven hundred yards and five touchdowns. I don't think that's like crazy. I think he'll easily beat five touchdowns easily. He's never had a touchdown from anyone else other than Ben. Yeah, that's fine. Last, but, but he also is a, one of those wide receivers that could catch a slant and turn it into a touchdown. He also too. hasn't played with a. Start uh, starting quarterback as quality. good as Carr. Yeah. yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, last five games without Big Ben, last two seasons, sixty-eight yards per game, zero touchdowns with trash backups. With backups, yeah. though, for sure. But at the same time, Derek Carr, look, clean pocket. Not even when he's getting pressured. And two years ago, he was the worst quarterback in the league under pressure. Um, he he got a lot better, but he's still around the mid range. Clean pockets. Average depth of target six point two six yards per attempt. That's the lowest in the NFL. Um, his big time throw percentage, which is like throws over 25 yards, 3.3%. So 3.3% of his throws were, were that large. And you bring in a guy like Antonio Brown and you bring in a guy like Terrell Williams and there's no secret. It's to stretch the field. So the question is going to be, can Derek Carr stretch the field? Who has he really had that is yeah, that type of player exactly. though? Because Amari Cooper is not like a deep threat, dude. Like he's a route runner who could catch button hooks. And, and then shit. he had Crabtree, who's slow also. Yeah, yeah. who was like just throw it up guys. and I like try to. Yeah. Get, yeah, he's never really had a dude that could like stretch the field other than like fucking Seth Roberts, who has a weird like three touchdowns every every season. He had ten touchdowns that one year. Yeah, I, yo, that was the, no. Was it ten? Ten. Bro, That's I gotta check that one. He had 10. ten touchdowns. He was one of the fantasy, like one of the biggest fantasy, like suck, suck you, man. He would suck you. Yeah, I didn't feel like saying fuck. Yeah, I think that I think Antonio Brown beats this man. I think they throw the ball a lot more in in Oakland as well. Nah, he's never Oakland. had ten touchdowns in well, yeah. his career. He's got thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Maybe his career he had ten, and then before he had three last year. He had two last year, one. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you know, I, was, I was probably thinking those two years combined. No, no, no. I was thinking. I was thinking him. Remember the, the the two years where the Raiders were actually good. He would catch touchdowns mad randomly all the time. Yeah. So I was probably thinking about the two years combined. It's like fucking James Jones with fucking. Uh, Packers. Yo, but that was dope. Nah, James Yo, I Jones traded was way better than Seth I traded oh, for James better, Jones yeah. because he was scoring every single week. As soon as they got him, he didn't score for the rest of the season. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I'm going over. Uh, 
Yeah, I'm going to go over two. 1,153 yards, five touchdowns. I think he goes over that. I think this is the best wide receiver that Derek Carr has ever played with. And, yeah, I know all the stats without Ben. He's like whatever, but he's also playing with fucking – what's that dildo's name? Landry, Landry Jones. Jones. Landry Jones. Yeah. It's time for Derek Carr. They just bought you a brand shiny new left tackle, a shiny new number one receiver, a shiny new number two receiver. Put up a shut up, my dude. Yeah, I don't know if that offensive line is going to be good, though, man. They lose Osemele yeah. to the Jets, and I don't know I don't know if Trent Brown's going to be that good of a left tackle now, not having uh, uh, Tom Brady get rid of the ball in a blink of an eye. So I'm going to go under, man. I'm going to go under. He's also turning 32 during the year. Is where you start to teeter off a little bit. Yeah, I, think right. I think odds are under. I think yeah. that's where the odds say, but I'm going to say over. Uh, next, we have Joe Flacco, over under 19 touchdowns, which is his career average per season and one more than Keenum last season. Yo, no Not topic. even close. Yo, no over under that we're doing right now gives me less of a fucking boner kill than this one. This guy just sucks. I, I just Honestly, the over under should be seven. I'm going under. Fuck this guy. I don't know. Like, under nine, yo, it's, it's yo, it's not. He's not gonna throw nineteen touchdowns. I think the, the I think the only thing stopping him from throwing nineteen touchdowns. Yo, think about Joe Flacco. You're talking about the weapons that what's his name had when Joe Flacco had Steve Smith. He was a good player. Yeah, and he had Bolden too, and Tory Smith. I think is right. When you're thinking about and the then, downfield, and then once they once they took those away from him and they replaced him with guys who couldn't get downfield, he struggled. He still got a big arm, and that's a good wide receiving core in in. Uh, in Denver, the only problem the only problem is the, the offensive line. Matt Paredes signed somewhere else, and he was hurt last year. Yeah, with Carolina. Yeah, so when when he was hurt, eight games, twenty two pressures came from under center, from right from the center spot. That's fucking ridiculous. And he's a statue. So that's three pressures a game coming from just the center spot. And that's and he's a statue there. Like he's gonna get hurt. So I think if he stays healthy, he's gonna go over nineteen. I think he has kind of a little bounce back year in Denver. I'm not gonna lie. I think he's nah. but I think he's gonna get hurt because it's gonna be too much pressure for him. I think that his his career average is nineteen. Yeah. He eight, used to be 19. good. Yeah. He's trash now. So you to be your career your career average when you're at your worst. But he's only thirty three. Yeah. So not like and he's just coming off two it's years not about of age, injury. Though. It's, he, he was injured as well. He had a bad back. It's also a change of scenery, which I like. Bro, you're so bad that they'd rather have Lamar Jackson throw blindfolded Sometimes you wear out your wind. stay, bro. Sometimes you wear out your stay. You got to yeah. move on. Yeah, you got to move on. I agree. Not I'm 19. Going, I'm going over. I'm going to say he throws four, 14. I like Corlin Sutton there. They bring back Ironman. They have Emmanuel Sanders for big play potential. Coming off of an Achilles, I don't know. I like. I love Sutton. I like uh, Hamilton a lot. Tim Patrick's still there. He, Tim Patrick is good, too, yeah. He they played they well. got some young guys, man, yeah. that came up with. Well, they took two receivers in the draft last yeah. year. Deshaun Hamilton and Cortland Sutton. Yeah. All right. Next, we have Le'Veon Bell over under 309 fantasy points. Um, averages 19 fantasy points per game and a half-point PPR during his career. Uh, multiplied over 16 games. So, over under 309 fantasy points this season with the Jets. Yo, can I, can I just say one thing real quick? It's kind of sinking in that the Jets have Le'Veon Bell now. I thought now. you were going to drop a yay yay so so hard. Right nah, there. nah, I'm going to save my yay yays. But I w- if this is yay yay worthy. It's kind of just hitting me now. And Le'Veon Bell's going to be a beast, man. And I think that he's going to get over 309 fantasy points. Look, last season in Miami, Gase handed the ball off 43% of the time. It may not sound like a lot, but in today's NFL, that is a lot. That is top 10 in the NFL, right? More importantly, when it comes to Le'Veon Bell and fantasy points in particular, Running backs were heavily involved in the passing game in Miami. One-fourth of all completions 
Almost exactly one-fourth. Like, it was 24.9%. Um, went to a running back. So, out of every four completions, one of them was to a running back. Kenyon Drake finished second on the team in catches, only six behind Danny Amendola for first place, and only one behind Kenny Stills for the lead in receiving TDs. So, a running back was second in receiving yards and receiving TDs. And Le'Veon has said they are he is he's in a position in this latest uh, interview that he said the jets want him to succeed the jets are going to use him the way he wants to be used gase has already kind of said that he's going to uh, use levion in all the ways that he can they want to maximize the safety blanket for sam darnold he needs to watch his hamstring because those hamstring injuries get you when you sit out for a long time. And yesterday he admitted that when he first left the Steelers, he didn't do nothing but sit on the couch for two months and Don't rap worry, and, we saw. and smoke weed and shit. Uh, he didn't say smoke weed, but you just assume he's smoking weed at this point, right? He's gotten caught for that like three times. But, yeah, I think he goes over. I think Le'Veon Bell's going to be a beast. That was full point PPR? Half point PPR. Half. Half. I mean, gee, that's a lot of points. That's 20 points a game. 20. That, that's what you're expecting out of your superstar RB1, though. I just don't know if he finds the end zone enough. Like, he's going to get all that work in the middle of the field, but I don't know if he finds the end zone enough to match that. So, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go I'm gonna go over. I'm going to go over, too, man. I think we forgot how good he is. Like, if he played last year and the Jets signed him, we'd be saying, like, yo, this is the best signing that they've I made I mean, they are time. saying that. No, I, I know. I forgot how good he is. I think some people have. I, 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 I think only Danny Emigols has forgotten how good he is. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think it's uh, I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over. I'm surprised we all went over on that one. Nah, yeah. I went under. Fuck boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not even paying attention. All right. Uh, Come on. Next, we have Teddy Bridge. Teddy Bridgewater over under one start for the Saints. I'm gonna go one. Push. Yeah, he'll probably play like uh, week week 17 again, like he did last year. Just throw him out there. You know, I'm gonna go under. Unless we're talking preseason, we're not talking preseason. I know, I know. I'm fucking right. Basically, this means do you th- do you think Drew Brees will stay healthy injured. for the entire season? That, or do you think the Saints are that good that they're gonna run away with the division? Which I don't know if they are. Lost some some players this this off season. Dude, and you have back to back heartbreaks. Yeah, real real bad heartbreaks. Like, either, they that either have... tells me that like. They're either going to win the Super Bowl or they're going to be... Yeah, it was mad funny the other day. I was talking to someone, and he was talking about the PI, the no-call. He's like, yo, son, I'd still be talking about that if you're if I'm a Saints fan. I'm like, yo, you are still talking about it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, no. He's like, That's here's, what, here's what I know. I go to trivia like every Wednesday. We went to double overtime. The next week we went to overtime. Both those times we lost. And then the next week we won. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. So we got fucked. Saints got fucked. <laughs> Then you get fucked again. Now they're going to win. I'm going under. Teddy doesn't touch the goddamn field. <laughs> and we yeah. saw how relentless they He'll were. He'll come in. He'll come in. We saw how relentless they were. And Tim harped on that all last year that they were throwing the ball up big at the end of games. Like yeah, they were trying to get Brees to win MVP. No fucks given. So, Until yeah. Mahomes kind of ran away with it. That's why he's staying on there. I'm going under. Come on, kid. <laughs> Team Mahomes, man. Under. Under. All right. Uh, next, C.J. Mosley, over-under, 119 tackles. That's the career average in Baltimore. I'm going to say under. But here, the only reason why I'm going to say under is because you got Avery Williamson, who had 120 tackles that are standing right next to him. And 
You got you the safeties too. You got the safeties who make a lot of tackles. Adams and May. Yeah. They play up. Adams plays. They do up play up, yeah. Uh you're also gonna probably have a brand new shiny toy on the offensive line af- I mean on the defensive line after the draft, and maybe even through free agency as well. Um, which is gonna open up some more tackles uh over there. So I think that he has a great year and I think that he's a leader on the defense, but I think that he goes under hundred nineteen. Yeah. I'm not gonna measure him by his tackles, but I think he goes under too. Yeah. Avery Williamson is just a savage and I mean, like we just said, the safeties play up at times. And they are looking to add uh, along the D-line, whether it's Quentin Williams or Josh Allen. Not the quarterback Josh Allen, but Kentucky Josh Allen. Yeah. Or maybe Nick Bosa if quarterback goes, and who knows what happens. So we'll see. But I think it goes under for those reasons. You guys have sold me. I'll take the under as well. Uh, All right. Now we have Deshaun Jackson over under 18.9 yards per catch. Yo, we fucked up when we did this episode last time. The free agents, we didn't even mention this. This is a, I think, a super big move for the Eagles. Yo, Wentz loves to throw it downfield, and they got him back. And like, if you watch some of the Tampa Bay games, there was a lot of times where he was open, and they just like underthrew him or overthrew him. And like, Wentz is one of the better deep ball throwers in the league. If you remember when he won MVP, he had guys like that was like Nelson Aguilar's coming out party, and it was also the, the uh, I believe that was the Tory Smith year. Wasn't Tory Smith there? Or am I bugging? And Troy Smith on the side. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, well, I'll show him, but I'm thinking about like the vertical threat, like a Deshaun Jackson type, yes. you know? Um, oh, they had that, that kid Huff from like uh, Oregon, the speedster on the outside too. So they had that deep threat. And, yo, Deshaun Jackson, he returns home. And, of course, you know, play him anytime he plays the Giants because, you know, that, that fucking guy's going to run wild. But I'm going to go over, man. Deshaun Jackson led the league with 18.9 last year. Uh, that was the league leading figure. Um, but he's had years of 20 and 22. And I, I think over as well. I think that he's going to be in there for one reason and one reason only. Like, you know who the main guy is. It's Alshon. You know who the main possession guy is. That's Zach Ertz. The slot guy is Nelson Aguilar. Those things are not going to change unless unless they cut Aguilar, which he's a he's always a candidate to get cut. Deshaun Jackson is going to run straight. He's going to run straight a lot. And Carson Wentz is going to hit him with the ball very far downfield when he does. So I think, yeah, he definitely gets over that. I'm also going to go over just for the simple fact that I don't even think there's any design plays where he's running like a slant. It's like, he'll burn this guy like yeah. a po- deep post or something. So if you get hit on those things, like he's got a couple 60 yard bombs in him and those will inflate his numbers too. So I'm also going to go over here. Yeah. I'm going over too. I don't see him going underneath much. I don't see him having like a crazy year statistically, but I think he'll have enough where his yards per catch is going to be over 18, nine. Yeah. Um, all right. Now we got the Honey Badger over under three turnovers uh, forced. Averages just over two per season. And Kansas City has a history of of being a turnover uh, machine. Uh, Since 2015, I think Kansas City has been the top five in creating turnovers in the league since Andy Reid got there. Um, And he's a turnover-prone guy. I I think that he's going to have a lot of opportunity to make a lot of plays. Eric Berry's out of there now, and they need a playmaker and a leader on that defense. They also lost uh, Nelson, too. They lost Nelson, Nelson to the to the Steelers. They lost obviously we talked about it D Ford, Justin Houston. So all mm. that leadership on that squad, they have a they have a big gaping hole, not only at safety, but at leader. And he came into a, a, a locker room with the Texans last year, and I've been reading some some beat reporters from there, and they said that he was the leader of that locker room on the defense. And that's a locker room that has JJ Watt in it, Jadavion Clowney in it, um, some some other like really notable uh, uh, veterans, right? Yeah. So 
he comes in and he takes over that leadership role on a one-year deal. That says a lot about his character. And I think ever since he got busted for smoking pot at LSU, uh, he's really been he's really worked to change his image. And he's really become like a really stand-up citizen in the NFL and a great leader to have on the squad. So I, I, I love it. Yeah, I'm going to go over too because you, you got to figure that the, the Chiefs are also going to be playing with a lead. So teams are going to be throwing from behind also. And he's a ball More hawk. Opportunity. One thing I always like about him, he's always around the ball, man. Yeah. It's just the instinct, you know, just go. Yeah, I'm going to go over too. Uh, he plays a lot of positions too. He can force fumbles yeah. too. Like this is straight up force takeaway. So a force fumble would be a, if they recover it, would be a turnover forced. I'm going to push here. I don't know. I think there's a Weak. lot going on. There's a lot going on over there. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Trey Flowers over under seven sacks. I'm gonna go over. It it's it's strange because he that's his that's his career high is seven, ever seven point five, and now he's on a new team that's not known for defense, but he is in the Matt Patricia system. I wonder how good Trey Flowers is in real life, not in Patriots life. Mm. Like that's that's a major question you have to ask about every single Patriot that leaves that team. How good are they in real actual NFL life, not just a product of the Patriot system? Because the Patriots are so well coached, and they're so well trained. Yeah, but like, is it the like seven sacks? Isn't fucking like absurd? Yeah, yeah, it's not. Double it's not digits. like oh my god, he got seven because of the system. It's like you would want double digit sacks if you're Detroit and you just I broke mean, the bank yeah. on them. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I don't think like a system. What system is the fucking D line? Honestly, he's not really a pass rusher in the, in the traditional sense. Anyway, he's like an overall kind of guy. He's really great against the run. But you're gonna you gave this guy money. You gave him what a ninety million dollars, like sack the quarterback. Well, also with him and Snacks on the same line, it would not be out of the question that the Lions have a top five run defense next year. I don't think that's out of the question at all. No. So it, that if even if he doesn't have seven sacks, that might be enough <laughs> to justify the money. Yeah, but I, I'm gonna. I think he has double digits this year. I'm going Trey Flowers over. I'm gonna go over too. Just the familiarity with Matt Patricia, I think, it gets him back in his groove. I want to say they lost Ansa. He's free agent. Oh, he hasn't signed yet. I don't think so. Yeah, so if I mean, if he comes back, that might be able to help him get over seven because you don't got to worry about just Trey Flowers. Yeah. Uh, all right, next. Golden Tate, over under 872 yards, which is the most a giant <laughs> player has gotten, not named Odell, since Odell's rookie season. 872. God help me. Um, does it even matter? It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> fuck, yo. I hate thinking about this guy. Uh, I think he... It's you know what's gonna happen? It's gonna go over, and here's why: because then Gettleman's gonna come out next year after the season ends. He'll be like, "Look, you had a thousand yards, huh? Huh? Right, guys? Yo, how pissed would you be if the Giants go seven and nine? They're gonna go like six and ten and have the twelfth pick, probably. Uh, I honestly like what a disaster that would be. Don't think they can, even if they wanted to. I really don't think their team's good. How do you guys? How do you guys stand on on tanking? How do I stand on? Like you think it's you think it's I. Uh, here's yeah. the thing, right? I I would not want to watch my team tank, but if they do tank, I'm like, cool, I'm with this, cause like whatever. But I don't want to see them get on the field and be like, eh. Northern football tanking, I don't like things it. could turn around so quickly if you get your quarterback. Yeah, if if 
you tank also in football you know what your seating is going to be it's not a lottery like the nba you're like, also tanking for that position only like there's no other reason yeah to you tank. don't tank for a left tackle right yeah you tank because you need a quarterback and also with the nba right the nba lottery is going to be in a couple of weeks but the knicks right now have the worst record in the league by like five games but it's a lottery they might they might get like the eighth pick yeah so all this shit that they went through might be irrelevant might not even matter whereas in the nfl Yo, you got Trevor Lawrence. You think tagging is gonna be bad? Yo, wait, wait. After next year's draft, Trevor Lawrence is gonna be eligible for the draft the year after that year, dude. That kid is a like a. They're comparing him to like Andrew Luck, John Elway already. You want to see tanking? People are gonna be fucking going, sending out practice squad guys from the AAF <laughs> and the fucking the XFL out there. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. That, I'm that's all for tanking if it's to get a quarterback. Do you think Golden Tate has over or under 872 yards? I'm going to go over because someone's got to get those yards. <laughs> I'm going to go under. And I think they'll be playing from behind a lot. Like, they're going to be losing a lot. Yeah, I'm going over. Golden, this is a move by Golden Tate that's clearly for the money. Like, it's not like he's like, I'm going to win a, a Super Bowl here. I mean, he has one. Yeah, he won already. Right. At so, this point, when you're an NFL player, yo, if you win early, if you win a Super Bowl under your first contract, I'm all for you being like, yo, let me just get this break because yeah. I'm going to be out the league in six That's years. what it is. It's yo, such a brutal business. Bro, he was on with the Seahawks. Oh, right, the Seahawks. I was thinking, You're like, buggy. what are you talking about? Yeah, and Lions, then, and Lions then he, never won a championship. And yeah. then he got paid with uh, with Detroit, and then he got paid again with the Giants. Yeah, get your money if you already got the. The ring. fact that he got a second contract is nuts. Yeah, well, especially I, mean, contract, I think actually. that's just the wide receiver contracts. Like, no one's giving them long term deals. Yeah, just saying in terms of paying, he got paid. He got over like twenty million guaranteed. That's getting paid if you're a receiver. Yeah, right. So that's. But I'm that's talking about the term, yeah. Cake. He got paid twice like that. But I think he goes under. I think that uh I mean if the if the Giants are smart, then their next and I know Nick disagrees on me with this one, but I like Dwayne Haskins. I think that he's gonna be a good player. Um if if they do draft Dwayne Haskins, they would be stupid to put Golden Tate on the field and not have Sterling Shepard in the slot and Evan Ingram playing in that position. Yo, without giving away too much, because we're going to definitely touch on prospects going forward, he's a one-year starter, and he's a one-read kind of guy. He's one-read, and then he tucks it away, or he checks it down. That's not... I don't think that works. Super accurate, though. Strong arm. Next. Mark Ingram, over under 10.5 total touchdowns. All Ravens running backs combined for 14 touchdowns last season. I'm going under... Are we even sure that he's going to be like the bell cow over there? They still got Dixon, which they like. They yes. still have Gus, uh, Gus, Gus Edwards. Was. Yes, he's going to be the bell cow. They've never paid. They've never paid a guy five million dollars to be their running back before. That's why. That's a fair point, but I, I don't know, man. It, I still think that they have guys on that roster that they trust and they like. And you're the one that always talks about Baltimore. They always do this. That's what. That's what guys that don't have financial commitments though, too. Like they they haven't had a financial commitment like this to a running back since they signed Ray Rice. Mm. I also think though, ten and a half is a ton, and a I think a, a lot of that is going to be Lamar Jackson. But you got to you got to think that they're going to run the ball. Yeah, they're going to run the ball four hundred and fifty times. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's running it four. Not six hundred times. times, as many people on Twitter have pointed out to me. Sixteen times thirty is not six hundred. <laughs> yeah, well, you said it last week too. Yeah, no, I, I, but I, I, I'm gonna go under just because I think ten and a half is a lot for that someone. Is a with, ton. Double for, digits is really, really, really. Especially nice when your quarterback is getting 15 carries, like it's just a lot of touchdowns. That's way juicy. That's I'm a high trying, line. I'm trying to have Mark Ingram on my fantasy team next year. 
Sure. But I think he has a chance of putting that number over. Like a, a smart betting man wouldn't put over on ten and a half. That's crazy. But well, you, there's you a are. chance. No, I'm not. I'm saying I'm, I'm not betting my money on it. I wouldn't put my money on it. You know what I mean? I'll put my reputation on it. <laughs> but no, nah, yeah. I, I won't put my money on it, though, you know? Your money backs your reputation. Yeah, but, you know. Put your money where your we mouth got, is. We got bills and weddings. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, all right, the last one we have here, Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Gazelle. Over under six and a half touchdowns in Oakland. He had five last year with the, with the Chargers. I'm going to go over. I think Antonio Brown is going to be the defense's main focal point, and I think he could eat. I think it's obvious what the, that the Raiders have put together personnel that they want to go downfield more. Like I said, Derek Carr was the shortest average pass of any quarterback in the league last year. So they clearly want to go uh, downfield. I think they will go downfield. I think he goes over. I think Terrell Williams, because of what Nick says, AB is going to draw a lot of double teams and he's going to be open. Man, five? I'm going push. See, I was I was gonna say too. There. Like, I, I think Tyrell Williams has like six. five. Seems about right for a wide R two. I would say six. He has six because they can't run the ball that well. Mm. So they're gonna throw that thing. There's a lot of opportunity, but I don't know about seven touchdowns. I think he has six around there. So I'm gonna go under because it's at six and a half. So that's what I got. All right. Uh, but that is all the over unders we have for right now. Um, but yeah, that's our NFL show. Tim, where, where can they find you? At Timbertrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. At uh, I already said at Timbertrop. BrotoFantasy.com <laughs> for all of your yearly uh, Broto, I mean, uh, fantasy football needs. And the MLB preview is dropping um, on Tuesday, like kind of afternoon. I wanted to drop a yay, yay, but it didn't feel right. Nah, yeah, you can. You but know, I'm, ex- I'm that excited. Like, that's oh, my yeah. excitement level. You know, me and Boss coming at you with the MLB show, so check that out. And also, you know, just live life and love life, people. That's my that's your homework for tonight. Go find me at the Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. Uh, we, we didn't put out an NBA show this week. We had some uh, personal stuff going on. NBA and I couldn't link up, so we apologize for that. We'll be back next week with that one. At Endevito27 on Twitter and the gram. Uh, IMPY718. You already know Twitter and Instagram. DMs are open. People are hitting me up. It's awesome. Um, oh, wait. Let's get something going real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a question. Are they in the DMs? How much time we got? Let's get the, yeah. All right. Let oh, me just. Yeah, yeah, we can do whatever the fuck we want. How much time we got? How much time we got? How much time we got? What are we looking at? DMs are open. We got, got some DMs. DMs. Got people sliding. People sliding. We got these DMs going. Hold on, hold on. I'm opening them up. That's dope, though. Yeah, keep sliding in these DMs, man. Pop these cues. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, shout the patrons. Uh, Tim was trying to tell me something. I was like, the I was patrons. trying to tell you off. Yeah, that was the, the Patreon ghost. Yeah, yeah, no. I just wanted to give a, a quick shout out, real quick, Envy, before you do that. I uh, wanted to give a quick shout out to the our, our patrons and the uh, like elite tiers here. We have Ashley Marie, Chuck Page, Zach Smith, Ryan Pistner, and Chris Villasquez. I fucked that up, but we appreciate you guys. Thank you for supporting the show um, on a on a very high level. We yes. appreciate that. All right. yes. What question uh, we got? Long shot NFL Super Bowl champion from Free Wave. Long shot NFL champion. Does the Indianapolis Colts count as a long shot? No. Nah, they're like in the discussion. Um, um, well, we need to look at the odds. Here we go. Ready for me? I know what you're going to say. The New York Jets. The New York Jets, baby! Yeah. Sam Darnold comes out year two. You know what I'm saying? Pop, pop, pop. Le'Veon Bell. Poop, poop, poop. CJ Mosley. Pow, pow, pow.
And there goes Joey's lease. Yeah. Um, <laughs> long shot. Uh, you know what? Packers. Yes. I'm going to go Packers. I was going to say Packers, too. Packers, That's really? That's a sign. I just right? a lot of guys. Well, I just they feel like I gained a lot of guys. Who'd they lose? Clay Matthews? Yeah, I don't give a they fuck about Clay Matthews. They got three defensive starters and offensive linemen. Yeah. I'm going to go Steelers, middle of the pack, 20-1. to 1. Through all this adversity, the, all the drama's left town. It was a quiet season. They're going to quietly make their way to the Super Bowl. Yo, NFL, Long shot. NFL.com had them 18th on their power rankings. Who? 18th, the Steelers. Have we not watched football the last decade? I don't know. They, Bro, they still lose. got the number one offensive line in football. Bro, they lose wide that. receivers left and right. I know. And they have Juju. Oh, I can't wait to bet them to win the North. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> AFC North champs. Oh, yeah. Plus 260? Are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. I might throw some money on Everyone's that. betting the Browns. That light took me off guard. Yeah. Plus 260. Uh, you guys can follow me on social media at Joe Santagato. Go follow the shows at Veterans Minimum. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. Shout out to all the ones that we shouted out before. Um, but if you want to be a patron, support the show. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. Shout out to the shout out. And that is all. See you guys next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.